What is up, Daddy Gang? It is your single father, Alex Cooper, with Call Her Daddy. Did I miss you, bitches? What the fuck is up, Daddy Gang? It is your founding father. For another episode of Call Her Daddy. What the hell is up, guys? A giraffe's asshole. That's what's up. Alex, I dare you to ask us one more time what's up. I kind of hate when people are like, what's up? I hope the Daddy Gang is feeling dilf status today i hope you are having an unbelievable week and if you're not guess what motherfuckers it's fucking wednesday it doesn't matter now it's a good fucking day welcome to caller daddy this week ah you know it's not gonna be about mr sexy zoom man also anyone in my dms that's like i always thought it was mr zoo man like he works at a zoo i'm like have you bitches been listening to the podcast um don't hate that don't hate that never fucked a man that worked at a zoo i'll put that on my fucking list anyways this is not about mr sexy zoom man but the zoom aspect is going to be all encompassing this week because I did my first Zoom interview since uh, Dave Portnoy. That's how long ago. I I don't love Zoom interviews because I can't get close enough to finger them and butt fuck them under the table during the interview. So it's been kind of a journey to get my comfort level up while I'm doing interviews over Zoom. But this was an exception because this woman is very, very good friends with my dear, 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 dearest friend, Hannah Burner. Ah, a fan motherfucking favorite. You guys know Hannah. She has told us her unbelievable stories about fucking that mascot raw. I don't know if they fuck raw, but you get the point. She has been an icon on this podcast. Everybody loves Hannah. And as I've gotten to know Hannah, I've also stalked her on social media. And I've seen that she's got this little brunette friend, okay? And this brunette friend's name is Paige DeSorbo and I have stalked her and I have looked at her Instagram and I have hated her because her Instagram is so curated it makes mine look like a fucking five-year-old that can't that's colorblind and so I look at Paige and I'm like oh my god she looks like the kind of girl that needs to come on call her daddy and just have some girl talk with us she is sassy she is fun she is on reality television if you watch Summer House if you don't that's okay because she is so much more than just a reality television face this is an accomplished woman businesswoman she is 28 years old she's thriving she's successful she lives in new york city and she is fucking beautiful introducing the one the only Paige disorbo so i have so many things that we're going to talk about today first we have to explain like Paige and I basically were FaceTiming yesterday before we had this interview. I like to do that with my guests because I just want to like be on a closer level before we get on here and talk about like deep, deep shit. Which I love because I was actually really nervous. Yeah. So it's no. Yeah, that's okay. That and I remember Hannah saying the same thing. And I'm like, I'm not trying to ruin your life. I actually want to have like a fun conversation. I'm not trying to exploit you. Right. Um. And also maybe it's like a backwards thing that I want you to feel more comfortable with me and then you will exploit yourself. But like, who knows? Okay. So anyway, you're smart. You're smart. Right. Right. So Paige and I are talking and first and foremost, just to like lay it out for you guys listening, we don't technically know each other. Mm-hmm. We've never met in person, mm-hmm. but we kind of know each other through th- two avenues. One is through Hannah. Mm-hmm. 
And then the other is through your ex-boyfriend. Yes. Which is <laughs> such a crazy story. Wait, I want us to both tell it from our POV because okay. I didn't know. Okay, so Daddy, I didn't know if Paige knew this. And so I was like, I was on FaceTime with her and I'm like, okay, like, listen, like, I just want to like ask if we can talk about this on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, sort of know your ex-boyfriend and I didn't know if she knew. And all of a sudden I felt the need to clarify, like, I haven't fucked him. Yeah. I promise I haven't fucked him. Like, fuck, I know how that sounds so bad. So this is my part of the story. Okay. okay? And then you're going to tell yours. Okay. So all the way back to when I was living in like the infamous, we call it like the 301. That was where I was like living with rats, like poor as shit, had no money, mm-hmm. living with two roommates. Like I was living in a closet. Every time I brought a guy back, they were like, oh my God, this is the cutest closet. Where's your bedroom? I'm like, this is my bedroom. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Like it was that type. But those are usually like yeah. the best, I feel like. I get okay, that. So yeah. then I, it was before I started the show, I wanted to get on Raya everyone wants to get on Raya and I remember putting in my application and the minute that I got accepted it was like all of us the three of us in the house were like oh we're now on Raya like all of us are gonna use it Mm -hmm. and you know how in New York like I almost wanted it more for a connection to men and their friend group rather than just like a dating you know what I mean like New York is so like like you wanted a circle you want a circle of guys yeah I got it yes and so then why not Raya where they're like rich and successful, like mm-hmm. added bonus, added bonus. So I go on Raya and one of the first guys I see is soon to be your ex-boyfriend. Yes. And I remember I kept seeing him and then my other roommate got on Raya mm-hmm. and I don't remember who matched with him, but maybe both of us. Yeah, I think both of you. Both of us. Okay. Yeah. And he was one of those guys that always had plans. Every time we messaged him, he was like, we're going to be here with my friends, blah, blah, blah. Like, perfect guy. Yep. But we never ended up meeting up with him. And I remember, I'm pretty sure I have his number somewhere in my phone. And we texted, like, once. Oh. Being like, um, like, he was like, we're here tonight. Do you want to come? And we were getting ready. And we chose different plans. And it was just not meant to be. Fast forward to me seeing Hannah and stalking her life and then seeing you. And I remember seeing him on either your Instagram or the mm-hmm. show or whatever and being like, oh, my God, did I fuck up? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, is he such a good suitor? Because, you know, when like a hot yeah. girl dates a dude that you never went for. All You're like, his real fuck. Goes up. <laughs> yeah. Right. I was like, fuck. Like, did I fuck up? And like, he's got his like hot car and like all yep. the shit. And I'm like, whoa, like this girl looks like she's living the life. And I was single at the time. I was like, did I fuck up? You're like, that could have okay. been me. Right. Okay, so my point of view on this story is okay. I was friends with him for a while. And uh-huh. I was like in that friend group. He has an amazing friend group. We always had plans. We were always doing things. And then all of a sudden I was like, I think I like him. Like, I think I want to date him. But we were such close friends that like I knew everyone he was sleeping with. Like I knew what dates he was going out on. So I had to pretend like that didn't bother me. (gasps) And I will never forget the day that he was like, guess who I matched with on Raya? And I was like, who? And he goes, Alex Cooper. And I was like, fuck. I called I called my mom and I go I can't tell him now that I like him because it's gonna look like I just don't want him to go out on a date with this like super hot blonde because because I always was like deep down your type is blondes like I am I'm not your type and he's like no 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 like I don't really have a type so I remember when that happened then he matched with your friend and I was like 
fuck like she kind of looks like me she's a lot more successful like there's no way he's gonna pick me over these two girls and then for whatever happened like you guys never met up or just like was never meant to be and then we started dating and i was like that was a close one (laughs) it was a close one so thank god we always went on different plans yes wait that is so crazy the fact that you called your mom i know i was like mom (laughs) and she was like who are they like let me see a picture and she was like oh yeah they are pretty (laughs) dude it's so crazy because we were talking about this like New York is so small. So small. It's actually terrifying. And people think it's not. And it's so small. And so having, like, I saw him, like, 19 million Mm -hmm. times on Raya. And he was, like, the Raya man to me at that point. Yeah. He does have a good Raya profile. I will give him that. He does. Yeah. He does. So you didn't meet him on Raya. I didn't meet him on Raya. I met him... Oh my god! Probably in like 2015, I would had just gotten single, and I went to a Halloween party at his apartment. And I walked into the apartment, and I was with a group of my friends, and we didn't even see the guys that were in there yet because we only knew one guy there. And I walked in and I said dibs on whoever owns this apartment. And my friends were like, you can't call dibs. And I was like, I just did. (laughs) I just did. Because whosoever apartment this is, I want this. Yeah, I was like, this is my life now. Tell me first, like, where you're from, where you went to college, how old you are. Okay, so I'm from upstate New York, from Albany. I went to college in Albany in this really small school called St. Rose. I lived at home for college. So I didn't have, like, the typical like crazy college I was in a sorority type thing and I'm such a relationship girl that I had a boyfriend all through college so I'm 28 I moved to New York like the month after I graduated college I was like 22 and I just I went off like I went crazy because it was the first time I'd like lived on my own I lived with two girlfriends for the first year and then I moved out when our lease was up lived by myself and I've lived in New York now for almost six years. The fact that you didn't have a conventional college yeah. experience makes so much sense that then you get to New York City and that's almost like you're treating it like your college experience. Absolutely. I went out every single night. Like Monday nights, like industry night was oh. my night. I was like, if I am not a catch at Monday night at 10 p.m., like what am I doing? What, what am, am I, I doing? actually doing? What, did you have a job at the time? No, I had no job. My parents Hel- were like... You're helping with your rent? My parents were financing everything for me. They were like, we're giving you six months. And if you can't figure it out in six months, you have to come home. So like month five, I was like, fuck. Like, I need to figure this out. I ended up getting a job. I interned for a little. And then I ended up getting a job at ABC News as an assistant. And I was like, okay, great. Now I can like pay my own rent. Like, I'll be fine. I remember I had a sales job at Mm -hmm. a magazine and I was making no money. I could barely afford rent and I couldn't pay like from a paycheck that I got at my job. That wouldn't even equate one paycheck of like rent. And so I would have to call my grandmother and my dad and like schmooze with them and be like, hey dad like what's up and he's like alex i'll put like 500 in, in your, your bank account i'm like i love you i got my first paycheck in new york and i called my mom and i go mom i think i have to call hr like they took a ton of money out like what's going on she goes hi that's called taxes and i was like is anyone talking about this and she goes i don't know only the whole country like get it together <laughs> and i like didn't know my social security number literally until like last year <laughs> that i memorized it 
I had to save my yeah. in my phone as like a contact, like social. And my dad's like, yeah. that's the dumbest thing you can do. I'm like, how am I supposed to memorize that? Yeah. They're how like, am I my mom's like, that? someone's going to get your phone. You're going to get, I'm like, it's okay. Like, it's, it's, fine. it's fine. There's no money to steal from yeah, you. Like, no one wants my identity right now. I have $4. Dude, until this past year, I was doing my taxes on TurboTax by myself. I'm a walking out of TurboTax. I always say like my biggest fear is going to jail for tax evasion just because I'm dumb. Like not because I'm trying to get (laughs) one over on anyone. But Paige, Paige, it would literally be for like a couple hundred dollars. (laughs) Like no one gives a fuck. I got so nervous too. I'm like, oh my God, I think I forgot like this one check I got from like an influencer company back in the day when I did like a a bang energy ad. No, I never did that. And people were like, that's a couple hundred dollars. Like no one's coming after you. I'm like, thank you. Okay. But it's scary. No, glad we went over our taxes. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Is everyone happy that we went over that? Dude, I will never forget. This is the shit where you're, when you're like poor in New York, Mm -hmm. I had, I remember it was my... Paige, where'd you go? <laughs> Paige's camera just flipped upside down. Okay, when I was in um, New York and it was really desperado time. Yeah. Like ramen noodles. Mm-hmm. I was on unemployment checks. Mm-hmm. Like shit was dark. I remember I started going out with this one promoter dude all the time because I was like raging my face off. Yeah. And, like, I was just trying to like live my best life, but it was like so grimy. And he talked about the model apartments. Have you ever heard of them in New York? I've heard of them. I've never been to one, though. Okay, I have never been to one, but I've seen pictures. And so, Daddy Gang, if you... I think it's kind of interesting. Like, Mm -hmm. so we would be going out and... And no one knows that this is, like, a thing in New York. Right? Yeah. Right? Every time you go out, there's, like, the hottest girls, like, Mm -hmm. so fucking skinny, just, like, standing there looking like they haven't eaten in 10 days. They also... Miserable. They look Miserable. Miserable. (laughs) Miserable. And so they're standing there. And I remember as I got closer to this promoter, who honestly was the weirdest man I've ever met in my life. They usually he, are. He offered me and my old roommate to come into the model home. We kind of questioned it. We were like, hold on. You don't have to pay rent. Yeah. You don't have to pay rent. But then he was like, yeah, but you have to come out and party five nights Every a week. single night. Yeah. You have and to- it was like, oh, and I remember, like, I thought, because I remember they showed me this, like, Lux-ass apartment, because, like, the building was Lux, and then the girl showed me pictures, and they legit had, like, bunk beds, like, stacked in this place, bunk beds. And I was like, wait. It's actually to- really sad. Right? Like, it's almost like a form of, like, like having a like- pimp. Like, yes. It's like, wait, I don't want to be forced to go out anywhere I don't want to be. At and like, all. I'm and sure I, in the beginning, that's so fun. But after right? like two weeks, I'd be like, brah, I yeah. gotta lay in my bed. I'm exhausted. <laughs> like, and I remember I went to like Vandal one night for drinks and like dinner pre, yeah. like, you know, when they fucking Oh, R.I.P. Vandal. Is it over? I think so. Oh, wait, really? I Did think they so. close? I feel like I drove by like a couple weeks ago and there was like graffiti. Over. Yeah, like Honestly, end of an era. Yeah, <laughs> up and bad. down. That's over. Wait, what? Yeah, so sad. I used to pop off at up and down. Up and down was a place <laughs> a to place. be. So I'm at Vandal and there's all these girls that look as if they are ready to just end it all. Yeah. And I'm getting concerned. One bad day party. away from just <laughs> cutting it off. They're gone. Yeah. <laughs> One day you never see them again. Never. And I'm like, at, finally, I'm like asking because now I've gone out two nights in a row. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, are you okay to this one girl? And she was like, this is my fifth night out. And I'm just like so exhausted. I don't want to be here. And she said to me, none of us drink. 
we never drink anymore when we come out we are miserable mm-hmm. and like we hate our lives and yeah. I was like the one that's like getting blasted because I'm like I'm not here yeah. as a, like a model that's getting paid to be here and I just remember like it was so sad to see those girls like having to do that but yeah. like it is like when you're when you don't have money like I considered it you gotta respect the hustle no like, I do I respect right? it though I'm like look if I couldn't figure it out and thank god i have like a family who like if something happened like they would help me but i'd be like fuck yeah why would i not do that there's so many times where like people will dm me for feet pictures and like i really contemplated like dude right like i'll send you three grand i'm like shut up (laughs) oh my god who gives a fuck if if guys anybody out there wants feet pictures slide in my fucking i just want to make sure that i'm not getting like catfish and they're like i'm gonna send pics and then they like don't send me money right let's talk about your life in quarantine you're single right now i'm single right now how long have you been single i've been single for six months september october november december january february yeah six months and how long did it take you to get back into the dating game oh Alex took okay, me fine. let me see uh 48 hours <laughs> so not great not great my ex was like I don't love this and I was like I gotta go um yeah like, I do love this this is great for me yep took me a cool 48 hours to be like wow this is I missed this tell me about your roster like now that you're back single tell me about your dating process and like are you on dating apps Mm -hmm. how many people are you talking to give us the whole scoop okay so i am on dating apps i'm on hinge and raya hinge is trash trash humans trash trash people i just i just like to see like what people look like and i'm like no 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 so i've never matched with anyone on hinge i've never like gone on a date with anyone on hinge I have in my like career of dating, I've probably been on Raya for like, I don't know, maybe like three or four years now. I've only ever gone on two dates and they were actually pretty good. So the first guy was very good looking on his profile. And for some reason, like I didn't Google him, which is so out of character for me. We get out on the date and this is pre summer house. We're sitting at the on the date. We're like at some like pizza place or something. And this girl leans over to him and goes, I just want to let you know, like, I love I love you so much. And I was like, yo, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> You're like, I have to pee so bad. Yeah. Run to the bathroom. Google. Run to the bathroom. Google. He's like some actor on an NBC show. We probably went on like five dates total. The sweetest. He was Wait, great. I wonder if we went on the same date with the same man. What was his name? <laughs> Wait, he was, he's on a show, right? Yes. And he's, he's... Does he play a doctor? Yeah. Stop, stop, stop. Is his first name? Yes! yes. <laughs> Dude. Wait. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. I, okay, he, I remember he was the sweetest guy. The sweetest. I, I was like, this is my husband. Like, this is who I should love. And yeah. there's just... It's just, I, okay, I remember my date with him was, I'm pretty sure this is serial killer, which I would never usually do, but I think because he was a famous actor, like, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like he was going to kill me, which right. now with the Army Hammer shit, like, maybe she <laughs> you never really know. It. <laughs> um, so I showed up to his apartment in, in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> 
the cutest apartment. I was like artsy, artsy, like Lux living, like yep. the upstairs, the down, like the whole thing. And yep. so we had like one of the most like romantic nights, like making you drinks, right? Yep. Like the books, the whole thing. the whole thing. He was like and smoking then, like, a cigarette out the window. I was like vibey as. Fuck. Paige, yeah. when I tell you he did the same exact thing wow. with me, open the window, yeah. you sit on the couch, yeah. he sits on the ledge. Stop. I'm dead right now. I'm dead. Dude, does he do this to every girl? He must. I'm, but like, here's the thing. When we stopped talking, I was never like mad at him because I was like, you know what? No. I fuck with you. And if you ever call me again, I will meet up with you. Dude, right? I remember the first date. We laid in his bed. We only made out mm-hmm. and we watched a movie. And then before I left, it was the randomest thing. But he was like, do you want a luggage bag? And I was like, sorry, sir, what? <laughs> Like, are you blacking out? Like, and he was like, I got an extra away luggage bag from this company. Would you want it? Like, I have too many of them. And meanwhile, I'm still poor as fuck at this moment. So I'm like, yes, I was like trying to act all suave. And like, I mean, like, I don't know if I need it. Yeah, like like, if you don't have room for it, like I'll, I'll take it off your hands. Literally, I have like a TJ Maxx one that's like fully disintegrating (laughs) and I'm like sweating, like wanting it so bad. So he gives me an away thing. I left that night and then we went on one more date and we just went for like a brunch and i remember after that thinking this dude is so nice but there was just something something i don't know what Uh. it is but like the nicest and i could see me like being friends with him right and like randomly he'll send me a dm or like like a picture or something i'm just like i like vibe with how did it right how did it go with you guys so we had gone on we went on our first date like a dinner date and we Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Someone's like, it's okay. If it's me. Hannah, it is Hannah. Clockering. <laughs> no, Hannah, stop calling Paige. Um, okay, she's getting jealous. Getting jealous. So we had gone on our first date. We went on a dinner date, which how I was like realized who he was because I'd never watched the show that he was right. on, so I didn't know. And then we went on a second date. He took me to a play. <gasps> I know, and like usually, so not me. Like if someone was like, "Hey, want to go to a play?" I'd be like, right. "Fuck no." So like we go to this play. Asleep. Yeah. And in like the intermission of it, he looks at me and he was like, this is lame. You want to get out of here? And I was just like, I'm wet. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yes. So we go back to his apartment. I don't sleep with him. He asked me to like run lines with him. And I was like, <gasps> stop. I was like, I'm a movie star now. Now I'm, I'm pretty a- sure he asked me to do the same thing because he, he has the fat script on yeah. the paper. Dude, it's literally like a dream. But also now it's scaring me because when you're saying these things, I'm like, yes, 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 yes. yes. Okay, so, so you're running lines. I'm like in my head. I'm like, what dress am I wearing to the Emmys this year? <laughs> like, obviously, I am his date to the Emmys. Then I think I, I hung out with him one more time. It was like a snowstorm. And I like took my ass on the subway to Brooklyn in a snowstorm. And that was like the night I slept over. And then I woke up the next morning. He had to like go film super early. So I left at like 6 a.m. And like never really talked to him again. Like, yeah, like he didn't. Why didn't you? Did you? he not reach out or you didn't? I think he, he reached out. This is so long ago now. But he reached out right? the next morning like, hey, like, did you get home okay? And I was like, yep. And we chatted for like a little. And then he just like never hit me up again. And I certainly wasn't going to ask right. him to hang. He's one of those guys that's so – it's like daddy gang. Think of a guy that's, like, so perfect on paper. So perfect. Your parents would love him. My, mm-hmm. I told my mom about him, obviously. Oh, of course. Like, oh right? Right? But then there's something that, like, the spark. Yeah. It's just like, ah, uh, good guy. Yep, good guy. I you hope he finds – 
the love of his life you know like I wish good things for him mine ended because I remember he wanted to go to like away to like upstate New York or something he probably did that to you too because he was buying a house (laughs) (laughs) dude did we date him at the same time it must have been this was probably like three years ago wait yeah I'm dead he's trying to buy he's trying to buy a house in upstate New York I don't think he he ever bought it okay good to know good to know that was Um, wild okay so you are fully single right now fully single tell me about the dating life so the dating life, I like to keep a healthy, a healthy bench, a healthy roster. Mm-hmm. I always say, I feel like a mom because I'm always like, I'm only as happy as like my least happy one, you know? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Whoa. <laughs> so like, I like to keep them all happy. Um, but recently I cleared them all. I was just like, oh. I don't fuck with any of you anymore. Wow. I had like four guys that I was talking to. Um, Wait, why? I don't really know. We'll oh. never get to the bottom of it. You didn't ask, did you? Did you just, like, text him one day and he stopped answering? So we were texting normally one day, and then he just, like, stopped answering. And then a few days went by, and so I sent the follow-up text, like, hi, remember me? Like, hello? (laughs) Hello? Like, is this thing on? Like, what's going on? (laughs) You there? And never responded. And I was like, okay, well, then. So he left. I had gotten rid of one of my other guys because he had, like, just gotten out of a really serious relationship. I could tell he just, like, wanted to have fun and, like, Totally, we had a lot of fun, but it there wasn't enough spark to like keep like, him. Run its course. Yeah, it was just like you're like cool, and like I'll answer your text, but like we're probably never gonna chill again, like one on one. Okay, that makes sense. Like, yeah, not worth the sex. Right, like, and you'd rather be home with your vibrator than like having him over. Right, and I'm like, I really just like I want to do my skin routine and not feel yeah. weird like putting pimple cream on at your apartment. So like, totally, I'm gonna stay home. Totally. Totally. Um, and then I have another guy who's like great, super nice, shows me a lot of attention. But I'm just in this mood where I'm like, I don't want to be someone's girlfriend. Like the thought of someone yeah. being like, hey, this is my girlfriend, Paige. Mm, not right now. Doesn't work. It doesn't, doesn't work for work. me. It doesn't vibe for me right now. Didn't you tell me you're hooking up with a guy that's like younger? Not younger. So I was age. hooking up with a guy who was younger. He was two years younger than me, which... I don't, fascinating. It's fascinating because it, he was like the first guy I'd hooked up with since breaking up with my older boyfriend. So it was right. like such a switch. Oh, and there's some, there are like pros of hooking up with someone younger or your age, but then there's like such a long con list. We would have so much fun going out, but there's just something about guys your age where I'm like, well, do you have like a plan? Like, right. but then those were things that I hated when I dated someone older because he would be like, do you have a plan? I'd be like, shut the fuck up. No, <laughs> like, no. Dude, dating an older guy, mm-hmm. it's so crazy because you go in waves. Like yeah. you want to date the older guy because like you said, they have plans and it's hot that they, like, they know the places to go and the reservations and they have the pool and they have the money and the cars and the apartments and all the nice things. And you kind of feel so like, oh my God, and this little dainty bitch that's yeah. next to him in his fucking G-Wagon we're yeah. rolling around around town and I don't have to do anything yeah but then when they start to turn to you in that car yeah and look you in your soul and say so I could see myself marrying you mm-hmm. where are you at girlfriend yeah and you're like, like excuse you I mean my ex was amazing like he really right. was he's like on right. paper the most perfect but when right. he would challenge me with like 
you know, like if you became a mom, you probably can't like stay up till 4 a.m. anymore. And like he would just like say certain things that like had me thinking. And then like if you tell me to do something, I have to now do the opposite. Right. One hundred percent. And I'm like, I have I have a dad. So I don't. And he really likes me. So I don't need you to tell me what to do. Like, I'll figure it out. It's that's so true, too, because then the older guy, it's like you you start to love the idea but then immediately once you break up with the older guy i remember breaking up with an older guy and immediately wanting to be like should i like fuck like a guy that just got out of college just because like i want to go to the grunge apartment i want him to like want to show up for me because you feel like you're better than them yeah and that's like no one talks about that feeling like when i'm with a guy and i know for a fact that like i've lowered my standards to be with him i'm like i like you don't even give a fuck yeah i don't give a shit like and i fun. will put the pimple cream on like what are you gonna do about it bro you're not gonna right. leave i'm gonna put my pimple cream on while you eat me out <laughs> and i'm going to be relaxed. relaxed i am gonna be so chilling and it's more like if you think you're actually gonna get into a serious relationship with that person that you're like okay what are their goals like how like right. is this gonna be a long-term term thing like in five years are we going to be able to like get an apartment together or are we going to be broke as fuck and I'm just not at the stage where I am seeing anyone that I'm like I'm gonna this is going to be my husband so I don't really like give a shit what their goals are yeah like I just want to know like do we have fun because this is what we were saying we were like a part of me sometimes just wants like a guy that has a good group of friends Mm -hmm. that doesn't put pressure on me and it's just like a good go-to time yeah that's all I want right now and New York really is so small that it's like if you're with one guy in one group like everyone knows you're hooking up and that and that like that's one of my rules that it took me a little while in New York to learn that like every guy knows each other and you can only sleep with one guy in that group. There's clearly a story behind that. Tell me the story. (laughs) Okay, this is... You're like, all right, thanks for calling me out. Here we go. (laughs) This is probably one of my best New York City stories. My girlfriend's like, I always tell this story to whoever wants to hear it. I'm reclining. I'm ready. So I was probably like 23, 24, and I met this guy, gorgeous, 6'2", dark hair, dark Mm. eyes, beard, dressed impeccable. His apartment... Oh, oh, downtown Soho. Ever, I was just like, <gasps> I love you. I love you. This I will it. do whatever you want me. He would hit me up at 2 a.m. Hey, come over. I'm putting my sweats on. I'm coming. coming. I'm ready. I like. I just washed my makeup off. I'm putting it back on. Only for you, baby. <clears throat> Only. So one night he was supposed to meet me out. And for whatever reason, I felt like he was getting distant. Felt like he was getting back with his ex-girlfriend. Didn't really know what was happening. He never shows up. So because I didn't have like a crazy college experience, I'd never had a one night stand. And this was the only time I'd ever done it. And I'm out with my girlfriends. I forget where we even were. I think we were at Acme. Oh, yeah. shit gets weird Shit gets Acme. weird. You have In no cell basement? phone service. Shit gets weird. It was just You start odd. to just do shit and like really run for things you would never do. Never. Like, no one can contact me. I'm down here. I'm going for it. I might as well be in a different country. Like the time zone is probably different. Like Acme is like, I do it's, miss it. It's a rare breed. It's a rare breed. So I'm standing there and some guy is standing at a table next to me. And I could just tell that we were both like looking at each other. And I was like, whatever. So we go over to his table. We're chatting. He's like, my apartment is like pretty close. I don't think it was. but (laughs) (laughs) Like literally in Queens. You're like, right, 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 here we go. And I'm like with my one girlfriend. She's like, whatever. Just like go back to his apartment. This guy's not even going to text you. He's probably with another girl. Like you deserve it. 
So I go back to this guy's apartment. I sleep with him. I wake up the next morning and I'm like, I want to kill myself. Like, Fuck. I'm like, I got, if I don't get out of here in four seconds, I remember him being like, so what's your number? And I was like, probably not. No, probably not. <laughs> I was like, probably, Actually, not. probably not. I, like, I don't know where my phone is. It's still an ask me, gotta go by. So I, I, like, I can't Uber, remember you know. it. I'm like, I don't know. Um, I don't know. So I leave. I'm in an Uber back to my apartment. The original guy texts me. Hey, it'd probably be cool if you didn't go out and sleep with my best friend. And it, my whole body shuts down. My enti- my stomach falls to my butt. Like, I'm like, I'm going to throw up. So he, I text him back and I'm like, what are you talking about? And he goes, first of all, Paige, I fell asleep last night. And second <gasps> of all, one of my best friends just called me and goes, oh my God, I hooked up with like such a great girl last night. Like, I'm, I think I'm going to take her on a date. <laughs> and I go, what's her name? And he said, your name. And I was like, uh, You're like, like that wasn't me though that wasn't me <laughs> ask him for my number he probably is he doesn't even have the number that wrong girl wrong Fuck! wrong i never spoke to him again and it was it pains me to this day to know that i fucked up so badly like that and i've never had a one night stand ever again yeah it was tra- the trauma my mouth is wide open because i feel like i've had a similar situation where the fact that you were already feeling so shitty about so yourself shitty. you're mm-hmm. in that uber being like i need to take 17 showers and i need yep. to pray to the mother of god that i completely can erase this at some mm-hmm. point in my life like you feel gross gross it's i was like my mom didn't raise me like no, this i don't just no. sleep with guys i meet i was like Ugh. this is disgusting Disgusting. And it's also like the guy you met at Acme. Yeah, it's like, like oh. you're like you're in the basement. You wake up, he doesn't even look the same. No, like, why the fuck did I do no. that? No, it's awful. And so, and also, I hate those where I've done this before. You're out and you're sad about mm-hmm. another guy not answering you. So you think the good thing to do is to go with another dude, yep. but really, it's just go the fuck home. Yeah, just because go home. Half the ex- right, and the fact that he was just sleeping just sleep i mean was was, that we don't actually know he probably wasn't just sleeping but like for the story and like he looks better than he probably did like yeah it was traumatizing so then you never heard from him again we know i never heard from him again and i would like see him out because new york again is so small and like now if i ever see him like we say hi but yeah he's just over it over those are the worst. I'm so sorry for you because, like, I've done some fucked up shit, especially when you're intoxicated and you think you're doing the right thing. Yep. And it's just, like, you just fuck yourself over. Um, okay, Paige, what is your routine when you're, like, tr- when you're going to, like, sleep with a guy? Like, I have okay. said on my podcast, like, it's, it's not a religious thing. I just don't usually fuck guys on the first date only because <clears throat> you – it depends. Like, usually it's because I'm going into it with, like, a specific mindset. Like, right. I want to trap <clears throat> this man mm-hmm. and I want to do it in, like, a very calculated way. I've now told my best friend Lauren, who's single, because she was like, oh, fuck. Like, should I not fuck on the first date? And I'm like, Lauren, you're looking to just have sex. Right. So absolutely <clears throat> fuck on the first date date find out what his dick is like find out what his dick game is like and then if you don't like it get out and go to another one Mm -hmm. but what's your kind of style so it definitely took me a few years to like figure out my dating style and i it it does you're right it depends on what you want from that man like Mm -hmm. if you go out on a date and you're like damn i really like him like i want to hang out with him my rule is don't sleep with him at least until like after the third date 
Totally. Three dates is usually my rule. Now, have I slept with people way too soon? Absolutely. Like, everyone gets too many tequilas. Like, but there are guys that, like, if you sleep with them on the first date, they don't give a shit. Like, if they really like you and it's meant to be, it'll, it doesn't matter. But a lot of my guy friends, which is such a double standard, totally. They obviously want to sleep with you on the first date. But if you let them, even though they're fucking trying to, if you let them, they're immediately turned off. It's so annoying because like my guy friends will say this to me and I'm like, okay, so if it's going to turn you off that they sleep with you on the first date, then why are you trying to sleep with them? And they're like, to see if we can. And I'm like, oh my God, that's infuriating to me. But a part of me also thinks... If you do on the first night, if you are the specific girl that can play it the right way, yeah. the minute after you fuck, yep. and you do it not too like quickly where you like get up and you act like I do this all the time, and you yeah. quickly get up, wipe yourself off with your hands, rub it on his carpet, be like, peace out, dude, see you around. Imagine like wiping like- yourself and then rubbing it on his I just had a visual of me doing that, and like I kind of want to try it at some point. Right? Like, I don't or- need no man. <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. Good night. Thank you. That is like a little too suave where they're like, whoa, like she's got a system. Yeah. But if you linger too long and then you're Miss Clingy, they're like, Kate, you were just so yep. easy. Like you do this with every guy also. And like you're like trying to wife, like I'm trying to like not wife you up. Yeah. There's got to, I think there's a very specific way to girls. If you ever do fuck them on the first time and then you're like, fuck, I think I like this dude. Yeah. It's got to be a really suave way, which I can talk about another episode, but like specifically waiting a little bit longer mm-hmm. and then getting up and being super like acting like you never did this before. Yeah. Without like, saying I never do yes. this. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then you leave. So you. So you usually wait a little bit if you think he has potential. If I think he has potential, I will wait until the third date. Because then at that point, they're so into you. Like, they want to sleep with you so badly. And I just feel like it makes it better. I love sexual tension. Like, the buildup, I feel like, is the best part of it. And, like, I love a chase just as much as guys do. But, like... It's different for girls. Like, if I want to sleep with him, I know I'm going to be... No one's going to say no. Like, that's a guy. But I love, like, the are we? Are we not? What's it going to be like? Is it, like, the sexual tension? So my rule is the third date. Have you ever had one of those things where you think, like, damn, we should have just left it at sexual tension? Was there ever someone in a group that you ended up hooking up with and you were like, why... We I almost liked the flirting stage more than, like, the actual act of doing it. Wow, that's a really good question. And I don't think, I don't think so. And I'm not trying to say like, I'm so good at having sex. No, no, I get what you're saying. (laughs) But like, I don't think I've ever been like, shoot, I wish I didn't sleep with him. It wasn't what I thought I liked the flirting better. Why I brought that to mind was because something just popped into my head. I had a situation where... I had this like brilliant thing that just happened to happen to me and I gave it as advice on Call Her Daddy. It wasn't intentional. I Mm -hmm. met this guy on Raya and I went on a date with him and the chemistry just wasn't there. Yeah. But after the date, he brought me to this bar and all of his friends were there and they were such a cool group of friends in New Mm -hmm. York. And so I started to hang out with him a little bit longer than I should have, Mm -hmm. which is maybe a little fucked up because I kind of wanted to like hang with their group of friends. Here's the thing. Guys are just as much social climbers than like guys think girls are I've actually met some of the most social climby guys in New York that I'm like it's so annoying that girls have that like stigma to them because you will literally just as bad yeah 
It's you crazy. You would suck a dick in the bathroom if it Absol- meant that you're 100% getting the table at One Oak next to the fucking DJ booth, you piece of shit. A thousand percent. Right? Yep. So I start infiltrating this friend group and I went strategically right for the girls. Mm-hmm. And I befriended the girls because I knew a lot of girls probably try to infiltrate because there were a lot of hot guys in the group and they would be like, okay, this girl's just trying to fuck. Yeah. And I wasn't even trying to fuck. I just wanted like a good group of friends. So mm-hmm. finally, after like months, I would go out and meet them every weekend and like I had a good group of friends and then there was an athlete in that group that would occasionally pop in that was actually I used to be on my ex's professional athletic team okay they used to be teammates okay and so naturally I wasn't dating my ex at the time so I was kind of like this is so fun so he would every weekend have a new chick on his arm mm-hmm. and we would make crazy eye contact. The sexual tension was <sighs> insane. The eye and, contact. That is, right? That's what it is for me. And we're like across the table from yep. each other and we're not talking. And we had matched on Raya like months and months before and neither of us had messaged each other. Mm-hmm. So we knew who, who each other was. He knew who I was. He knew who my ex was. Mm-hmm. And then finally, after so much sexual tension back and forth for like so long, one night, it just got a little too wild it was one of those new york nights where like we go back to someone's baller apartment Mm -hmm. it's 5 a.m people are drinking doing drugs like everyone's up it's like one of those best nights and then he ended up leaving the girl he was with and we went back to my apartment and we didn't have sex but we did like everything but yeah and i woke up and i just knew like you why fucked did I up. do that? Because it wasn't that great. He's kind of yeah. doesn't have the best personality, but it was just like the chase and and the forbiddenness that I was into. And the minute that I woke up, I could tell we both even were just kind of like, we're gonna have to see each other at like the day drink today. Yep. And like we're not gonna date. <laughs> I hate and that. And I wish to that day we had just kept it at the flirtatious eye contact. And I feel like, I don't know if this is like specific to New York, but because everyone knows everyone and everyone's friends, I've been in that situation where like you're hooking up with a guy in a friend group and then like that kind of falls off and like you don't really know if you like him. And then one random night, one of the other friends comes along and you're like, damn, like you're kind of showing me attention. You hook up with him and then you're like, fuck. Like, why did I do that? Yeah, like why did I do that? There's so, yeah. Oh, it's so and I think anyone listening because I have a lot of people always writing in being like should I hook up like there's sexual tension between me and like one of my best guy friends mm-hmm. I think sometimes leaving the sexual tension is better than actually going for it because the sex is in is a moment yeah the after sex is a long fucking time yes. and so when you're then going in social settings almost think okay we're gonna have sex it will probably be great or not what happens after what yeah. are we gonna do after unless you- this person unless you had like love at first sight yes done like then it's probably not like I have definitely been in a group of guy friends where I have slept with one of the guys and I'm like I really like this person and then there's another friend who's like kind of always hitting on me and I'm like I love this and I haven't slept with him and it like it's way better than if we were to actually do it then like even though there's such a double standard and it's annoying but that's what it is like the guys are gonna think of you as like yeah two of us like slept with you and it's like, it, I hate that feeling. My mom was saying something to me because she was like, it's so annoying me because her friend kept saying things about like her son's friends that would be like, oh, he's such a great guy. He just has to get it out of the system. He's like hooking up with a bunch of girls and then he's going to be an amazing husband. Can you imagine someone ever saying she just has to fuck yep. around with all these guys, get it out of her system. Then she's going to be an amazing wife. Why Every, is it a double standard? No, Go it's fuck yourself. It's so annoying because all of my guy friends 
this oh my god this brings up such oh. a good point because all of my guy friends are like we're not ready for relationships and I was like no I totally like I get that like right. you don't get in one if you don't think that you can be faithful to someone but like they're like but you're the type of girl we'd want to date like you're independent like you're funny you're successful and I'm like I'm right here right like, so like if you want to date me I, I'm right, I'm right here. here but like if I ever said yeah I'm just gonna go fuck like all these guys and like I'm just I'm not ready they'd be like you're a whore like you can't fuck you it's just such a double standard and all I can say is like it literally all has to do with like everyone always asks me like how do you preserve your reputation all Mm -hmm. this shit you just gotta look at yourself however the fuck you feel and if you feel good about yourself fuck whatever you want to do like just go for it and any guy that can't handle like your body count which he'll never find out because you're never fucking telling them don't ever tell somebody I don't understand why girls would ever dude when girls are like what do I tell him my body count is you say go fuck yourself none of your I'd be like you're such a weird you like you make them feel stupid like ew that's so weird why would you ask that I would never ask what yours is and like you make them feel so immature yeah oh god like Like, what are you in high like what are you in college you want to know my body count that's so weird tell me have what okay wait your star sign what are you aren't you a scorpio i'm a scorpio I remember hannah like back in because yeah. like, you're a fucking scorpio you psycho um, um yes november 4th is, is like my birthday you? um what is it like dating scorpios so we're very like mysterious so like we're never gonna really let you know how we're feeling about you we're the most sexual sign Oh. But we're vi- like you wouldn't really know it. Like unless you are the person having sex with us, oh. we're not going to like put it out. And so it's a like, kind of like a little bit of a surprise, I feel like. And oh. we can be very cold. Like so like when I'm done with someone, I'm done with them. Like I really don't ever think about them again. But if I care about them, I'm going to be very empathetic. Like I'm going to be all about them. But if you do piss me off and I get to that point, like, I'll delete your number like I don't and and it won't phase me what were what are you like as a girlfriend so it's interesting because I am like a girlfriend type of girl like I love having boyfriends and I think it's because I think girls are always mean and it's so hard to like ever have like a good group of girlfriends or have like a, a best friend who's a girl and I mean, not saying that I'm not a girl's girl because I deep down really am. Like, I love my girlfriends. I love that. But, like, in high school and college, I always felt like, okay, well, my boyfriend's the one that really has my back. So I love being someone's girlfriend. And I've definitely stayed in relationships too long just because I liked the comfortability of being someone's girlfriend. But I'm not – I mean, I'm a good girlfriend, but I'm probably not the best. Like, I'm definitely toxic at some points. Like, what are you mean toxic? Like, do you try to make them jealous? Like, what's your go-to that if you if I asked your ex-boyfriends, like, what is Paige like? Like, what are they telling me? So my all my ex-boyfriends, I also I speak to all of them except one. And I would say I've, I have like five real relationships that I was okay. in. I talk to all of them. They're all good friends except one who's like engaged and like who knows where he is. Right. Um, But I... I can be a cold-hearted bitch. Like, I really, I really can. I've been cheated on a ton. And I am kind of like, okay, you made me feel like this. Just wait how much awful you're going to feel when I do it to you. So, like, I'm like a get even kind of. Like, you're going to fuck me over? Just wait. I kind of love the scariness that's coming out. (laughs) Slowly lowering, like, 
I am a get even type of bitch. I, I have a guy that I'm like talking to right now. And one of the best text messages that he ever sent to me, he says, he said, um, every day I'm a little bit more scared of you. And I said, perfect. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> That's how Gucci. I want it. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Wait, okay. Tell me about you getting cheated on. Um, so I've been cheated on. I mean, I, I've dated a guy in college. He definitely cheated on me, but like, whatever. My first boyfriend in New York, I like would see him cheating on me. Like we'd be out at clubs and he would like leave and I'd like see him in an elevator with another girl. And like one time I threw him a birthday party in the Hamptons and I like walked in on him like making out with someone i was just like this is not it's not great dude what what did you say in those moments (laughs) i was i mean i was young i was stupid and it's funny because i feel like people like if they're watching me on the show or like my instagram now like i come off very confident and like high self-esteem but i wasn't always i and i'm not like i definitely have insecurities but it wasn't just born like that like i've gone through shit that makes you get like that. So that was definitely a relationship where I was like, this is, this is crazy. Like, why am I living through Did this with someone? Did you ever get cheated on that you were, like, blindsided? Um, no. Like, every time I've gotten cheated, I have a really crazy gut instinct. And every time I've been cheated on, it was, I was like, I know something crazy is going on. Like, let me, let me and check up on it. have you stayed once you found out they were cheating? I have before, yeah. Where was your, do you remember, like, where was your mental state with that? Was it just not staying because you needed to get a, <laughs> not great, not, not great at all. I have stayed too when I found out someone was cheating and it was just like, for me, it was more of like, I need to figure my shit out. Like mm-hmm. I was living with this person. Like I need to like somewhat fake that I'm, it's going to, we're going to make it all work while I right. get like my logistics figured out. But like, was yours more to like get even or were you just like, whatever, I'll just like keep being in this relationship. It was more like, okay, our friend we all have the same friends we're going out every weekend like who am I going to hang out with if I'm not dating this person and it's such an like immature thought and it's such a like unworthy feeling and just basically having no self-confidence that I could go out and get a new boyfriend who's probably 10 times better in a week but when you're in that situation you just feel like a piece of shit and you're like in your bed and you're like what am I like I'm leaving him to do what like lay and cry in my own bed like by myself so dude isn't it crazy because I love that you're saying that like on the show you do come off like the baddest bitch and you're so confident walking around in your perfect yeah. outfits I'm like fuck you I try really hard <laughs> you, you know, and, and it but it works like you literally I've bought things that you post on your Instagram because you like are so good at marketing clothing because they're all affordable and you make them look so high-end like you're amazing at that thank you but you exude this confidence and I think it's really cool that you say like you used to not be that way yeah I've been open about that on my show too like I wasn't just like born and I was like what's up I'm a bad bitch right go through shit and I yeah my therapist had like punched me in the head one day when she was like look at all your old relationships and if you look at when they were toxic usually it's because like your relationship is a mirror yeah like you didn't like who you were and so you were accepting like shitty stuff because you felt shitty about yourself yeah and now think about yourself going going into like any relationships you probably are at more point in your life where like you know who you are you know yeah. what you want you know what you deserve and so you would never date that person now. ever yeah I'm such a different like being single right now and 28 and like now being in the career I'm in I'm such a different single person and that was like one of the reasons I wanted to get single because I was like what yeah. would I be like 
because I know I wouldn't be the way I was when I was 25, like falling all over whoever. And there's definitely times where like I'll meet a guy and he doesn't like me back and I'll have that like, let's cry about it for like a day. And then I'll be like, wait, I'm a bad fucking bitch. And like his loss and it's more about him than it is about me. I had a therapist say to me one time, like, you let people pick you. Why don't you start picking who you want to date? And I was like, oh, I was like, okay. (laughs) And it like really spoke to me. I was like, you're so right. I let these like losers come in and do whatever. But there is something about like dating the bad boy when you are younger that I feel like you have to do. Dude, you have to tell us about your drug dealer. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's like, hold up. What? Dude, on FaceTime, I'm like, Paige, like, let's go through like college history. Like, did you have a boyfriend? She was like, yeah, like not the best choices. Like, I like the bad boy. Like, I dated a drug dealer. I'm like, so what? what? Tell me about it. So like, I dated this guy in college for like a hot second. And I think it's because my high school boyfriend, who I dated like senior year of high school, freshman year of college, a little bit of sophomore year, was so perfect. Like, the most amazing boyfriend my first love like everything about him and the way he loved me was amazing Mm. and there's just a part of me that was like there's gotta be the opposite direction there's gotta be something crazy out here and I found a guy who was just I think it was a bookie he was definitely a drug dealer at one point and like I was driving in his like dope car one day (laughs) and I was just like how did I get here? We were getting pulled over by the cops. I had like a fake ID because I wasn't 21 at the time. I had a fake ID in my purse. I was so nervous. And like, I'm a good girl. Like, I don't get pulled over. I've never been arrested. I don't have tattoos. Like, I'm scared of authority. Like, this is not me. We're getting pulled over. He looks at me and he goes, don't say a fucking word when they come come (laughs) over. I don't know what I have in my car, but act oblivious. And I just like looked at him and I was like, okay. The police came. They like gave us a speeding ticket. We drove off, but it was in that moment that I was just like, not me. I tried it. Not me. I'd like to go back to being good again. Like, but I learned a lot. Okay. That is so great. We have so many similarities. Hearing you say that story, Mm -hmm. I knew after you were going to say that moment when you pushed it too far and there's authorities involved, you're like, not fucking cool. I had a boyfriend that I dated in high school and he was the definition of a bad boy yeah and um I met him I'm pretty sure on like Facebook and like <laughs> he went to the public school like, I oh went to the, wait I, that's such a thing too like if you went to the private school and you're like I'm gonna date a public school boy because like I'm bad you know I am <laughs> the baddest of the bad yeah and so I'm at this like preppy ass high school that my parents couldn't afford like Mm -hmm. I had a scholarship for high school and I'm at this school I couldn't afford a car all these bitches are driving around in Maseratis Mm -hmm. and I wanted to go back to like the comfortability of like wait was yours all girls no mine was like a private boarding school okay okay with like these rich little dicks yeah I was gonna go to an all-girls school and I was like I'd probably end it all if I went there so I went all girls Oh, I could so see you at all, girl. Yeah, I went all. Did girls. you have a uniform? Yeah, of course. Oh I went God. Catholic school my entire life. High school was all girls. 
Yeah. So oh I wore God. I didn't I wore a uniform my whole life until I got to college and then I was like, what do people wear to school? Like Dude, it's so funny when I say I went to Catholic school K through eight mm-hmm. and whenever I talk about wearing that like the plaid skirt and the thigh highs, guys are like, Oh my god, I can't I wish I could see a picture. I'm like, No, I was hideous. Shut up. It wasn't hot. It was like disgusting. I was, was like disgusting. I wore Doc Martens were like my school shoe. I was like I like I didn't shower. I like saddle shoes. Like, yeah. I was like, like all girls were just it's disgusting. I was like, you I didn't shave my legs till Friday. Like, you didn't want to see a pic. Yeah. So I'm in high school. I start dating this bad boy. And I will never forget, my parents were at, like, my brother's hockey game. Mm -hmm. And I was going to sneak out and have my first date with this guy. He picks me up in this BMW. And I'm like, oh, my God, so hot. It's something about a BMW. Something about – And then something about a man with earrings and a backwards hat. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I get in. And we're driving to his house. And I will never forget this moment. He's driving so slow. And I'm like – why are you driving so slow? And he's like, oh, because I have a DUI. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm wet. Oh. And I like it, a part of me was like so excited about yeah. it. But a part of me was like kind of terrified. And yep. I dated this kid on and off for like two years. And my parents were doing everything they could to keep me away from him. I would mm-hmm. like put my phone in my mailbox because they had the tracker on me. And then I would like leave Shut my house. Up. Yeah, My mom would wake up in the middle of the night, check to see my location. <gasps> I'd be at home. Meanwhile, I'm like fully out of time. Dude, so Wait, genius though. Genius. Dude, it was genius until I told I think I've told this story before, but like it was genius until I'm on Amazon or whatever. I was on eBay back then it was eBay. And I'm trying to buy one of those like fire escape ladders so I could climb out of my so I could climb out of my room. And I didn't have a credit card at the time, so my dumbass uses my dad's card thinking he wouldn't see and he comes in one day being like, So you're the one buying the ladder? And I'm like, (laughs) Dad, what? You're like, I'm I just like, want to hey. do some home improvement. I'm trying to help you. I'm like, Dad, this is for the family safety stop. <laughs> We're like, doing a fire cool. drill at Dude. 6 p.m. Be there, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> so so how dark? And then I'll tell the story one day fully on the podcast, but it got so dark and he was so troubled. And I, I think he's out of rehab now. But Oh, good for there him. Was, yeah, good for him. <laughs> there was one situation where he there was a huge event that happened he was put into a coma oh my god it was so bad i was driving down to the hospital asked my parents if i could go see him and like seeing him on a ventilator and i had just gotten accepted to be you and like got my scholarship like worked so hard yeah good for you i kind of had that moment in the car like you being like what am i doing yeah like it's the bad boy is so fun until it's too far bad boy that you're like this is not yeah. where I plan my life to go. And There's like, something I in your gut that you're yeah. just like, this isn't this yeah. isn't my path. Like something we tried in your it, gut, and yeah. then also something seeing the guy on the ventilator. You're yeah. like, this is so fucking sad, but also like I gotta go do my thing. So yeah. bad boy stories are like every girl that thinks it's fun. It's really not like it's fun for a thrill of a night, yeah. and not for a relationship. It's it's such a like a pivotal it's looking back on it now it's can be such a pivotal moment in like the way you become a woman because I really feel like when I dated this guy I was like what 1920 like I wasn't a woman of like the way I think of things now but I always think like wow what if he really trapped me and that was my path like for the future like thank god I had the wherewithal or like the family to be like yo get your shit together you're done with him like you're moving on 
But I could see how some girls get trapped in that and then they're in like mentally abusive relationships or physically abusive and that's terrifying. It sounds like you have... uh, Do you have siblings? I do. I have an older brother. Okay, I do too. And, And you're close with your family, right? My brother is... Like, my best friend, I actually say, like, people that don't get along with their siblings, I'll never understand it. Can't trust them. I can't trust them. And I feel bad saying it because there's so many people that don't fuck with their siblings. Like, my brother is exact same personality as me, way funnier than me, and, like, ten times smarter. He's a lawyer. And they're like, what happened with Paige? (laughs) You're like, I'm just trying to figure it out. Shut up. Please stop. Like, turn turn on my show. Um, Yeah, but I just, like, I'm very close with my family and my brother is, like, my best friend. I love that because I think like well I'm I also have an older brother and mm-hmm. he's literally like my Everything. best best friend yeah. and I had then an older sister and everyone doesn't even know I have an older sister my older sister and I when I were younger would fight all the time yeah it was like sister yeah but she is also my best best yeah. friend and like when you have that family dynamic and then you love your parents mm-hmm. when you have these toxic relationships like I've learned like you're so fucking lucky and we're so fortunate to have that relationship with our family that some people don't have yeah and it it does you're right it is scary to think about how close I was at times and my family's pulling me back being like what the fuck are you doing like my brother had so many conversations and I'm sure you too yeah Paige you're so cute because like you think your parents can tell you like you're fucking up and you're like okay and it really isn't until my brother will be like yo do yeah. we have to have a conversation? My brother has actually every boyfriend I've ever had. He's been like, "Yeah, you can have fun with him. This isn't it. This like, isn't- cu- oh! cut it off pretty soon because this guy's gonna get upset and like obsessed with you, and we're just not having him." We're not, like, ha- dude. Is that not the worst? So when yeah. your brother says it, and then you're, you're like, like, "Well, Damn. now you ruined it." For yeah, me. I'm like, "Fuck!" Now I can't hang out with them. My brother will like make fun of whoever I'm dating, like to me. And then when I'm talking to the guy in my head yeah. is like my brother saying all these mean things. And I'm like, God damn it, Gary. Like, I hate yeah. it. Dude, my brother does the same. And I'm like, can you please just keep your comments until I come to you? Because like, <laughs> I like this one. I think he's like, it's so cute that you think that. Yeah. But I think anyone listening that isn't close to their family, this isn't a put down. This is more yeah. of like, a, I think then I always suggest like finding. I do feel like those people then have those friends that mm-hmm. are like family yeah. and relying on anyone that is around around you I've always like my mom's always said it like whenever we say something like we have no ulterior motives yeah what would be our ulterior motive to telling you like someone's not doing something in your best interest it's just out of love yeah and so if you're ever feeling maybe like you're in a toxic situation or you're pulling away from people that do love you listen to them because you probably don't have a clear view of things and they do and what 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 your mom doesn't want to fuck your boyfriend like there's no alternative motive my mom always says if i can't tell you who's gonna tell you and like for so many things like i always say like mom if like i'm gonna get fat like tell me i'm getting fat and she's like if i can't tell you who are you gonna call and ask i'm like okay great (laughs) thank you thank you thank you mom i really appreciate the honesty no it's so true okay let's talk about guys and money and buying on dates and shit like that because i want to hear your take on how much of a turnoff is it if a guy takes you on a date well first of all have you ever had a guy take you on a date and ask you to split the bill not on a first date but I've definitely like bought dates that I felt like this is like still part of the courting situation and I don't feel like I should be paying for this but like go off do your thing 
and how did he ask you to pay or split so i was on a date one time and i would say this was like our third fourth date like very in very new in the dating situation like we weren't exclusive we weren't like anything but we were going on dates and like a normal fucking human when the check came like i like went and grabbed for my bag and i'm used to like fake out like a little fake pump yeah tail as old as time like (laughs) you grab for your bag so i'm grabbing for my bag waiting for him to be like oh my god stop he doesn't say, oh, my God, stop. So, like, I have to keep proceeding. Like, now I'm taking my wallet out. Now I'm opening my wallet. Now my card is in my hand. And I say, oh, my God, like, let me get this one. And waiting for him to be like, absolutely no. not. That's crazy. Like, this is our third date. He doesn't say anything. So I, like, take the check. I pay for it. And, like, it was a fi- it was fine. It was just, like, a dinner. But in my head, I was like, I'm all for like equal rights and women and I'm down to split things. I'm down right. to pay for things when like we're in a relationship. Like, absolutely. And I like being able to buy my own shit because I hate feeling like I owe someone something. But right. like at the end of the day, you're trying to date me. Like, that's why we're going on dates. We're hanging out. Like, we're seeing if this could be a relationship. And like, come on, dude. It's one dinner. It's like the third I- date. The third date's pretty early. You're pretty early, like, right? I I know that so many people will ask me, like, fuck, like, I'm in a relationship and I'm just trying to find the balance of him paying versus me paying. I feel the same way. I and, think like, that's I, totally different. Totally different. But I do feel like when you're in the beginning stages, like, if you're asking me out on a date, yeah. you're paying. And I know right. maybe that sounds like a little stuck up but like i don't give a fuck like if a guy's asking me on a date i'm yeah shouldn't even have to bring my wall like it expecting- took me two hours to get ready for this my yes, makeup, my makeup. <laughs> is 10 grand like if i threw all of this away and had to go buy it i'd spend five thousand dollars you can fucking <laughs> pick up this a hundred dollar check for some dumb pasta you bought me like- thank you Thank you. And you I make more that- than us have you heard about the wage gap you fucking fuck. make more than me <laughs> Fuck yourself. No, it's so true. And I I think there's, you're right, there's a line of like, I think any guy listening, even if you, there's one thing. One, I think for the, at least the first like five plus dates, like it sucks even if you have yeah. to ask your parents for money, like yeah. you should be paying. And two, I think that something to me that is just such a turn on that is so underrated and it really isn't that much more expensive. Mm-hmm. Any guy listening for advice, if you're sending her an Uber, send her an Uber black. <sighs> If a black Escalade rolls up to pick you up, Paige, tell me you're not already trying to fuck uh, this guy. I'm now <laughs> reconfiguring, like, do I have to wait for the third date? Because this was really nice. Like, we've set the bar so fucking low for men. It actually is infuriating because a simple Uber, even like saying, like, let me get you an Uber. I'm like, oh, Hot. like he wanted to get uh. me an Uber. So cute. But like sending a black Escalade to pick me up to take me out on a date. And you want to know something? I actually haven't had someone do that for me in like years. 
Okay, so any man listening, <laughs> just start sending Uber Send, Blacks to pages. Just, just start sending them. I'm not, we're not even going anywhere. Just keep it's, them rolling up. It's so underrated. Yeah, and it I is. feel like it's literally like a difference between 12, 20 something dollars. Yeah. And it can totally change the vibe of the night. And I know it's superficial, but it doesn't. Girls can be superficial. Anyone is superficial when you get something nice that you're not expecting. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. It's also like, like really thinking. It's like human instincts. Like, of course, yeah. we want to be equal to the guys, but there is like an innate feeling of like, like we want to kind of be we want to feel yeah. like we're being taken care of a little and like we want totally. you to be like manly and macho and like it's not about the money it's just like you thought of us you right. want us to be safe like you want to in some way protect us and like help us out like send the uber like it's send not the fucking uber it's 30 dollars like it'll send benefit the fucking you uber. later down the line we'll t- trust us trust. we'll take care of you after Paige just said it herself maybe the three date fucking situation may go down to the first date like send just me an uber an uber Totally. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I want to ask you. Yeah. I, I wrote the question as, are you a lover or are you a fighter page in the bedroom? I mean, do you like loving sex? Do you like aggressive sex? Like what's your sex life like? Okay. So I like to have a balance, Love. but like the first couple times I don't be loving because I'll be like, you're so Ugh. weird. I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> like don't kiss my forehead. I'll actually throw up. But like if it's my boyfriend at some point, yes, I would I want to like make love. Totally. But like in the beginning, I'm probably a little bit more like aggressive in terms of like a light choke. Yeah. Light Come choke. On. Light choke, but don't want to like pass out. No, have I you- don't want to pass out. I have some friends <laughs> that like they're like I passed out and I'm like that's scary, but Whoa. they love it. Totally. Do you cuz I remember talking about it on an episode and people thought it was fascinating like well, one, have you ever, like, been in love before? Okay. I I feel bad, like, because I don't know how many ex-boyfriends right. are going to listen no. to this. I have been in love before. I think I've really, truly only been in love once. I think I've loved the person that I'm dating. Like, I love them as a human. They're a great human. But I wasn't in love with them. And then I feel like I've had relationships where I loved the relationship because it was either like so toxic or so like what's going to happen next, but I didn't love the person. So when like both are aligned where like I love the relationship and I loved the person, I really only think I've, I've only ever felt that once. And I think that's why I'm such a relationship girl because like I want to be in love. Like I can't wait for that. I just don't think I've had that in a really long time. I think that's profound. I think that's, and you're being honest. Yeah. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with being in a relationship, especially at our age. Maybe as we're getting older, the next mm-hmm. relationship you're going to get into, you'll probably want to like, you're going to be like, I want to be in love. The next yeah. time I'm getting in, I'm going to be in love. But yeah. like in your 20s, I don't think I've had relationships. I know I'm not fully in love yeah. with that person, but I don't think there's then any pressure to be like, well, then you have to break up with them if you're not in love with them. Yeah. Because each relate you get something from each relationship. A thousand percent. Think it's- Isn't it crazy though, when you are in love, the difference in the sex? Yeah. So I actually haven't really been in love in love since, and I think it was like my first love. So Got really it. since I was like 20 yeah it's wild though it's like i've said like this one person that i dated like the sex was 
so intense when we were having sex at times and then so hot other times but like the a bit for ever since having that person where i was like holy shit like it i hate using the word like making love yeah like the the hot yeah the passion right yeah to be able to have that sex and then turn it off and do another round that's like sexy and kinky and hot it's hard then to then i've gone on to new relationships that i've had some boyfriends that i'm like we only have like semi-dirty sex and there's no passion yep and once you have the passion in sex it's hard to move forward in a relationship and have a guy that doesn't do that and there's so i've had like boyfriends where like we have the dirty crazy sex and you're so into it and then they want to switch it to like the love making kind and i'm like oh but i just don't want to <laughs> right like i don't not, see you there, like that right? yeah you're not right. there and i feel so bad and that's why i do think for me like it is kind of a weird thing but getting older like that's kind of my sense of like am i really into this person if i yeah. can do both because you're so right i get the ick when they try to then do the love making and i'm yeah. like i really wish you would just fuck me like i'm like a little yeah slut like and just let's just get over yeah like, like put your hand mouth. over my mouth and like yeah enough yeah, like <laughs> tell me to shut the fuck up and let's keep it moving like straight up we have dinner straight to get up. to yeah um okay have you ever i was gonna ask you have you ever had to go about a lot of girls want to know like what do I do if I want to figure out, like, what are we? And I've always tell girls, like, well, you don't ask what we are. Yeah. That's just so wrong. So yeah. not the If right you want to get dumped it. real quick, ask them ask what you him. are. <laughs> if you're trying to get out of it, a thousand percent ask him what you guys are. What are we, Jeremy? And he's like, you're disgusting. You're That's leaving what is are. what we are. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, have you ever been in a situation where you felt like you needed to ask a guy what you are? I think we kind of said both no but um no I don't think so and anyone I've ever like made like they've been become my actual boyfriend it's all happened the same way where one day we start hanging out and then we just hung out every single day until we were like yeah we're dating I've actually never met someone I've never dated someone who I wasn't friends with first really oh that's interesting it's interesting and I don't know if I recommend it I'm still testing that theory out right the Um, guy that I'm seeing now we fully were not friends prior I had just lightly I think almost every guy I actually have ever dated I never was friends with them prior interesting so we're like opposite with that yeah and And I don't know if mine have worked in the past yeah so we don't know we have this hypothesis out there that we don't know what's true right um we need to talk about this is like our big wrapping up caddy girls and girls and just all things and i know that you in summer house have dealt with like so many girl dramas Mm -hmm. and i think so it's such an underrated topic like we can talk about guys all day but really like girl drama is so fucking hard to navigate and i think it's interesting that you're saying you have had friends in the past that like you you are more almost a girlfriend with like best friends with your partner yeah rather than having huge groups of girls because it I agree it is hard to navigate girl groups yeah and I've never been someone that has like 20 friends I I want my close circle and that's that but like what is your dynamic with girlfriends so I'm definitely a girl's girl like I'm very girly if like I have like girlfriends you know like I have their back like I'm down for them but girls like just innately like when we all get in a room it's automatic like look them up and down like is this my competition like where guys get into a room and they're like what's up bro like dapping each other up and and it's like I wish I I wish we had that and I don't know 
why we don't, but it's already automatic competition. But I'm the type of girl that like if I meet you, I like you initially until I until you do something and then I don't like you. Where I feel like a lot of girls are proved to me on like why I should like you. And it's like it's very off putting to me. I agree. I went to an all girls high school um, and I had a really great group of girlfriends in high school and I didn't deal with that much cattiness. I mean, we definitely had it. But I think it prepared me a lot for like the real world. I also can pick up in like three seconds when a girl is talking about me like at a party. I'm like, I absolutely know that she's talking about me. And like now I can read her lips. And my friends now will be like, how do you know that? And I'm like, I went to an all girls high school. This was the cafeteria. Like right. I, know I know what's up. when a I bitch is talking up. about me. So it's definitely hard. And then it's just we're in like, I not to like sound like, oh, my God, toot my own horn. But like. Right. I'm in like a very different career path and mm-hmm. so I think it's like sometimes girls get a little bit jealous but I'm like I'm like a loser at heart like <laughs> you like come over and like let's watch a movie like I'm not like right exactly how I am on my Instagram like always perfectly made up and like whatever but I think it's just weird like girls just normally have like a jealousy streak and of course there's times where I get jealous of other girls absolutely but I always see it like if you're my friend and I'm successful, like, I want you to be successful. And, like, if I'm eating, you're all eating. Like, we're doing, you know, and it's, like, me and my one girlfriend talk about this all the time. Like, if I'm going out with my friends, I want them to look hot, too. Like, I don't want to be the only hot one when we're going out. I I, want you to look good. Yeah, like, like, no, I'm going to tell you that outfit sucks. And, like, let's change because I want you to look good. Where I've been with girls that are like, wear that, wear something else. And when I'm like, I know I don't look good in that. And that's fucked up. (laughs) How fucked is that with me? You're so right. I remember in college, I had this one girl that was like so conscious of wanting to be the hottest girl. And it was so obvious when I would watch her tell some girls what to wear. And then I would be like, yo, like you should probably wear this instead. Like come borrow my clothes. Because I was watching her girls that feel insecure when they're around hotter girls listen yeah. i have been in rooms that i'm like why does she look like that what's yeah. that oh what my- is happening in oh new york God. it's like you walk oh. into a bar everyone's five nine and with wilhelmina and you're like right whoa whoa like, <laughs> being short in new york i'm like all of a sudden i feel like a little fucking toad I'm me like, and my I'm gross me and one of my girlfriends always say like it's now about being short and funny and Thank you. And that's now how I'm I feel my life. <laughs> Dude, being around tall girls. Yeah, it's the worst. I'm like, I can't go anywhere without heels. Yeah, I'm like, why always. is my torso two <laughs> inches? <laughs> but it's like, there's no doubt. I all the time have felt insecure going into rooms. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, you obviously size yourself up. But like girls that try harder to make you feel. I'm going to read you some questions because this yeah. is all like girl code. Yeah. That I feel like you probably have dealt with like a lot of this. This is from the daddy gang. You guys wrote these in. Um, a lot of it is like what to do about like dating, etc. But here we go. Okay. Is it okay for friends to reserve guys, even if they're not dating them? Like, to call a guy, like, to be like, I want that one. Like, no one's allowed to touch him. Like, do you think that's fair? If you guys are all meeting this, I think if you see a guy and you're like, I really, I think I really like that guy. I want to try and talk to him. Then yes. Because if one of my girlfriends says to me, I really want to talk to this guy, automatically I'm like, okay, so then I'll never talk to him. Like you're, I actually am automatically not attracted to that guy because my friend likes him. 
Totally. Yeah. So like if you want to dibs a guy and your friend's like, no, I want to talk to him. That's weird. Like, why weird. would you even be competing for the same guy in the first place? I completely agree. And I think the only time that it would be no is if she does that. And for the next few weeks, if you guys see them out, nothing happens. Yeah. And like the next season, all of a sudden you're on to a new guy. And it was like, OK, I think I'm going to try for him. Like, yeah. I'm kind of vibing. But it's like if they never hooked up. Obviously. Yeah. And if he and it's known that like that girl or that guy is not liking your friend, you have to tell your friend, like, okay, get over it. He doesn't like you. Which totally. my friends have done that to me a m- million times. They're like, get over it. <laughs> You're like, okay, okay, fine, fine. Sorry. Um, people literally, this is, like, not even a question, but we'll just answer it. People okay. kept asking, if I had sex with him on the DL before he started dating my friend, do I have to tell her so she knows? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think even if you made out with him. Right. You have. I he took you on a date. Yeah, I had a girlfriend one time match with a guy on Raya texted me like his picture Instagram or whatever. And it was like, I'm going out on a date with him. And I go, cool. Have so much fun. Got to let you know. Three years ago, I slept with him one time. Didn't mean anything. We don't speak. And she's like, cool. And I'm like, OK, great. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, no because I if he tells. Yeah. And if he tells her first, then you look like a sneaky bitch. Weirdo. Yeah. Okay, girls that think they're just being straightforward to you, but are really just rude. Do you know those girls? Yeah, they're like, that I'm they're just like, real. I'm, I'm just, all, I'm real. I'm, just, I'm honest. I'm, all, I'm authentic. I'm myself. I'm like, you're and I'm a like, bitch. you're a ton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think dealing with those type of girls, I always just let. I kind of feel like I know one of the girls on your show that I think of with this. Yeah, girls that are rude sometimes yep. even though they're trying to come off real mm-hmm. there's no point in going at them because they're in their own world mm-hmm. if they're being rude to you pretending they're being straightforward my advice is always just like kind of look at them like they have five heads and just no response yeah and what my dad always used to tell me and it's the best fucking line is if someone's being an asshole to you and like saying something and trying to make you feel little you just stare at them and you go what's your point <laughs> and then wow. think about it and then they're like yeah and then they're like uh well i was just and you're like okay well what's your point yeah what's your point my and mom then, wow i feel like our parents would even be friends because <laughs> my mom gives the advice of so what do you mean by that she's like like because if you make someone explain to you then, then like, they oh, just oh. automatically start sounding dumb because they don't even know so then they're like right? i just mean like and you're like i don't I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get you. And there's a fine line between being real and just being an asshole. Like, thank you. If you're going to hurt someone's feelings with your realness, keep it to your fucking self because we probably didn't have to hear it in the first place. Would you ever hook up with a guy that your friend dated for two months? Um, probably not. Unless this guy was like, I was like, this is my soulmate. And I would definitely talk to my friend about it first. Like if she was like, oh, that's like I can't even. But if it was one of those guys that like she always liked, like, yeah, I don't I think friends and mixing guys is like gets very messy. And I don't ever really do that. I would never do that. Is it okay to date someone's ex if you aren't close, but you run in the same circle? Yes. You don't owe that girl anything. I agree. Nothing. Totally. Oh, how close of a friend do I need to be to give my opinion on their relationship or just never? So I have a hard oh. time with this because I have been documented giving Hannah oh. all my feels. Um, I think it I think it depends on how close you are with your girlfriend. But there have been multiple times where my girlfriends have been like, hey, snap the fuck out of it. 
he doesn't like you, you're making yourself look stupid. And now you're making all of us as like a girl group look stupid. And oh. I have been like, thank you. You're correct. Totally. Um, but there is a line where like if your girlfriend's in like a toxic relationship and you talk so much shit about him and then like they get back together and then you have to be out at dinners, like it's going to be fucking awkward. I like live my truth and I'm like, you're better than this. I'll right. chill with him because it doesn't affect me I'm not the one dating him but you should know that you're better than this I agree I it's like I remember being in high school and I had such a hard situation it was I had a group it was four of us girls and we were all in the soccer team we were best friends we did everything together Mm -hmm. and one of our one of the girls was dating when we were freshmen she was dating a senior and he was like the hottest guy on campus (laughs) so So chic chic. (laughs) hottest guy on campus the whole thing and we found out he was like fully cheating on her and I remember my friend and I were like what do we do like this is so scary yeah. like we have to tell her and we were young innocent like freshmen at the time we're like oh my god we gotta tell her yeah and i will never forget in hindsight we shouldn't have done it the way we did but like during lunch you we wrote like, a letter <laughs> you were like dear sam <laughs> ronnie was Ducky. at the club <laughs> so dude we should have so i will never forget we bring her to a bench on campus wow. and we all sit down how poetic there's like grass around yeah. us and we in our true minds were like oh my god like she definitely has no idea and we yeah. were like we have to tell you something we told her and she looked at us so obvious all of a sudden like kind of pulls back a little bit so defensive so doesn't believe us stands up and is like i'm going to talk to him (sighs) he walks out right of like one of the buildings and they make eye contact and she walks to him and for the next like few months it was really awkward because she didn't believe us until a picture came out at like a school dance of him like fully tongue down the throat and then we were awkwardly like sipping our slurpees in the corner like whoa that's an interesting photo that's weird where'd we get that see i've always been the type of girl where like if my girlfriends ever came to me and were like we think he's cheating on you i'm like well let's go get the facebook app well how are we gonna figure it out like if you're telling yeah like someone start fucking an fbi agent so we can figure the bottom of this yeah like what are we doing here it's that's why if my friends ever came to me oh he's cheating i'm like same vibe but i do think that is where then i learned like when they're in a toxic relationship yeah most girls probably have a little feeling that they are and they didn't she didn't want to hear that information she probably knew she thought it was the best she she could get and then later on she ended up spending her entire college on and off with this guy and like he fully broke her heart and kept cheating and like now she spent like eight years of her life with this dude and he kept serial cheating i think though from that at a very young age I learned like I'm gonna sometimes you just gotta you gotta be aware of who you're addressing yeah I can't help myself but I'm if I know someone's getting cheated on I'm telling them yeah as a friend I feel like that's my duty if I don't really know the girl I'm not going out of my way to tell me neither no. your boyfriend's fucking on you like don't give a fuck unless not she's one place. of my girlfriends that I talk to every single day or like every week even if it's one of my girlfriends I don't talk to that much but she's like my girl I'm totally. telling her if she's totally. an acquaintance I'm not getting involved in that whatsoever also like I've learned through dating like for what however long I've been dating like 15 years always trust your gut boom and Always. like there's so many times where I'm like damn am I a psychic because I need to trust my gut more and like I've been right and 
any girl that is wondering, should I tell my friend, go tell your friend, but then also be like, I'm down for whatever you want to do. I'm here to handle it with yes. you. But once you tell them once, you don't need to keep harping right. on it. Because then if they do stay, they're choosing to stay. You know right. what I mean? Absolutely. Like you don't bring it up again and you're like, whatever your decision is, I back you up because you're my friend. But here's the fact. Totally. Having a friend that you had a fallout with, would you send your ex best girlfriend a happy birthday or not? No. 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 If we fight and like it. No. Fuck you. No. No. <laughs> like literally not at all. I'm like not texting an ex best friend. Like what? No. Um, roommate fights when you still have to live together post fight and you're not making up. Like what do you do about fighting with roommates? Go to your boyfriends. No. Stay there. <laughs> Stay there. Hide. Yeah, bunker just, up. Like be gone. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because I've learned through having lived with like a bunch of soccer girls in college, post college girls. Like. I've definitely learned a balance of fight, but like keep in mind that you do have to wake up near that person right. the next day if you don't have a boyfriend. Um, but it also does come to a point where like have sit down conversations, not one offs, and then walking away. Like, hey, let's like schedule time to sit down and like let's yeah. just talk through this because like you literally have to live with that person. It's actually really interesting that you say that because my ex used to always give me that advice if I was ever fighting with a friend, like being really adult about it, almost like you work together. Like, hey, can we schedule a time rather than just like walking in their room being like, hey, let's talk because like scheduling a time is like I'm serious, like I. I want this to work and I want us to like I want to hear you out I want you to hear totally. me like there is a different uh, just vibe with it yeah you just have to be way more respectful because yeah. it's, it's now past friendship right you don't have to be best friends but you do have to live together oh I feel like you have this this can be our last one okay when your best friend or just a friend is always copying and trying to one-up you with, like, your outfit, boys. Mm -hmm. bro there was one girl on the show that used to come out of the room dressed yeah, exactly like... which I actually always feel so bad for that yeah. because she is the nicest girl ever. And, like, she really didn't copy me as much as it really well, did look. I we just had I similar style. Tell, I could tell with her too. Like it was a form of like she looked up to you. She yeah. loved your style. I and almost you, like inspired her. Yeah, I almost felt like an older sister. Boom. And like but I like, loved when she would wear similar things because I'd be like, "You look fucking great. Like right. wear it." But have you ever gotten mad at like anyone of your friends for like trying to always copy you? Yeah, I've definitely had friends who are like always trying to like one up and be like, "Yeah, no, I have that too, and I have that, whatever." And it gets annoying and I always talk to my mom about it and she always like snaps me back to earth and she's like, that's sad. Like that's something in them that they're like right. insecure. Like, so let them just have it. So whenever someone's like trying to one up, I'm always like, that's so good. Like, that's amazing. And then yeah. they almost kind of feel like, oh. oh, this is weird. And then they sometimes stop. Dude, I will never forget one of like the one of like the dumbest, biggest fights I had with one of my ex friends is I bought a pair of boots. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I bought a pair of boots that one of my friends was like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with this company. Like buy this boot. Bought yeah. the boot. It's one that like M. Rada always wears. Okay. And so I post on my story like wearing the boots going out and she texts me and she's like, no, she DMs me and she goes, what are, what brand is that boot? And I was like, oh my God, it's like Schultz boots. You know those? I know. Brand? Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking okay. about. And I'm like, oh my god, it's Schultz boots. Like they're so was it was Emrata was wearing those like cowboy almost looking boots. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. And I'm like, oh my god, like I tag, I like send it to her DMer, and I'm like, oh my god, you have to check out the boot. 
and she te- she DMs me back, and also like DMing, like we were fully living together. Yeah, and she's and she's like, um, Alex, you know that I own that boot. I have had at that point fully never been going out with her. She had a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I was going out with my. I was like, oh, oh, like no i i didn't know that you had that boot yeah and it's a black boot that we i had it was a black boot and i was like oh my god like i'm so sorry no i didn't know but like that's great like and then she was like i can't believe that you bought that boot you know that i have that boot so then it transfers to texting no you're going in a she's fully beat like you are like i can't believe this like i just want one thing that's like mine and like you post more on instagram than me and it's not fair that you have the boot now and now everyone's gonna know the boot as yours and now i don't i can't wear the boot and this is so, <laughs> and i was like there it feels like there's something under this yeah like but a this little is, bit, there's but, something yeah. deeper and it's something and i was deeper. like and i was like we never go out together so like no one we're never gonna and if you want to wear it if we ever go out together i won't wear the boot. Uh, yeah like it's a black boot like, absolutely I'll, like what and i was like i got three other types like it's not it's we're not and it was just it went on for an hour and I remember calling my mom and my other best friend and I was like am I off on this like she's losing her shit over a boot yeah and it wasn't the boot it just it wasn't the boot, the boot. it was it wasn't because it like wasn't. I have a girlfriend who anytime we ever go on a trip I pack quadruple the amount I would pack because I know this girl's not bringing anything and like yep. she's gonna want to wear clothes so she'll call me and be like I hope you like pack <laughs> extra leather pants I'm like you're so annoying but yes my so luggage annoying. is over the weight because of you but if there was ever an outfit like there have been times when I've been away with her and I'll pack an outfit and I've never worn it tags are on it and I'll be like I want to wear it first first totally. like because I picked this outfit out like and then you can wear it like absolutely it's all about just being respectful yeah and like like having communication that's what i i remember just being like i will never wear it when you are wearing them right you can always wear them like i was going above and beyond like we're talking about a boot here like yeah we go and it was just it was an it was a moment of being me being like she's clearly feeling insecure about something and i'm gonna try to appease her in every way because this is a fight over a boot and there was clearly more that came out later and it was just one of those moments like with girls i agree I could give two fucks if my friends borrow. My, Lauren literally just borrowed my bra and underwear for a date the other yeah. night because she didn't have a cute enough fucking thong set. And I'm like, I don't care if people think that's gross. Like, I, I don't, don't think care that, about that. Here's shit. the thing: I don't think that's gross, right? I don't think it's gross at all. Like, if my girlfriend was like, one time it was Valentine's Day and I lived with like one of my girlfriends, and I was like, fuck, like I don't really have lingerie. She pulled out these like crazy pieces. I was Everything. like, I was like, I'm not old enough to even put that on, but thank you, like, <laughs> thank you. If you're not helping right? your girls out, like, to be the best they can be, I don't fuck with you. I agree. I think to everyone listening, like, to wrap it up, like, eh, try to be a little less defensive mm-hmm. around your girlfriends. And even I've always said people that, like, are like, I wish my friends would even listen to call her daddy. Like, having an open communication about your sex life with your friends. I'm sure, I'm sure you, one, having a podcast, and two, being on Summer House, mm-hmm. I bet has helped you almost, like, talk more about and be open more about your yeah. relationships and sex life with your friends and some Absolutely. girls can't have a conversation about like oh my god I gave him head last night because some girls are so judgy yeah and if you're around girls like that find a new friend group seriously I have a group and I'll, this will be like the last thing I say about yeah. like friends I have a group of guy friends who are p- perfect like they really are the best guys ever 
And I watch them with each other and they hype each other up so much. Like no one is talking shit about anyone else in their guy group. And I'm like, this is like beautiful. Like it's really sentimental how much you guys fuck with each other. And I was like, girls should just be more like that. And now I'm like in a group and I have a bunch of girlfriends who like some of them are new girlfriends. Some of them are old girlfriends. But it's so much more fun to hype each other up. And you have such a better time when you're out if you're like, that's the baddest bitch in the room and she's my fucking friend. Like, rather than looking at her and being jealous because she looks so hot that night. Like, you're going to have a night where you look the hottest. I wore an outfit one night out with, like, one of my best girlfriends and – the, bo- the boys that we were with were like, Paige, your outfit looks so good. And she comes up and she goes, Paige, do a fucking twirl. You look so good. And I was like, that's my best friend. Like, right? that's you my girl. For her. And yes. you know when you have a bomb outfit, she's going to have one yes. one night and you're going to do the same fucking thing for yes. her. Yes, I will tell her. I'm like, you like run that way and I'm going to take an Instagram video of your ass and I'm going to post it because you look so good. So fucking like, good. Like, why would I not do that for my friend? I agree. I think girls need to take a, like a page out of the guy's book on yeah. that one like be less stuck up be less in your heads like we're all gonna get ours yeah you're fine just because one person is successful or like killing it at the moment doesn't mean that takes yours away because it's just different timing totally totally okay Paige yes <laughs> I can't explain to you how happy I am that you finally came on I was thinking this is so good now next it has to be me you and Hannah yes on that. oh my god how insane. I mean we'll talk for 24 hours literally it's like I'm um, nervous you need to t- tell us where we can find you on social media and then also tell us like about where summer house airs etc okay so my Instagram is page underscore DeSorbo and then summer house is Thursdays at 9 p.m. oh my god Oh my Alex, god. Alex, this was okay. so fun. This was so fun. It wasn't scary, right? No, not at all. I feel like I was talking to like one of my girlfriends. Wait, right? Yeah. Okay, I love you, Paige. Thank you love so much you. for coming on. Thank Daddy Game, go show her love in her DMs. You guys are scary. People need to know that you guys <laughs> like them and support them. I love you. Thank you so much, Paige. Thank you. Okay, Daddy Gang, that is it for this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed that girl talk with Paige. We had a lot of fun doing it, and I honestly can't wait for the little collab with me, Paige, and Hannah. Um, next week is is going to be a bit of a different vibe, um, a little bit more on the degenerate side. Mm. A, li- <laughs> a little bit more on the... Have you ever drank so much alcohol and just single-handedly in one night fucked up your entire life? Say I. I. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm sitting here with Lauren. Um, we were listening to the page episode together, and then we were like, okay, that was so fun. And next week is going to be fun for you guys, a little less fun for us. Lauren and I have single-handedly since moving to Los Angeles consumed more alcohol being here than I probably have in my entire life. I've had sex more this past month than I had all of college. <laughs> Lauren is single-handedly taking down the entire state of Los Angeles. I have been a fucking menace to society since moving here. It's honestly pretty crazy to see how much you've turned, which is great. You're, like, enjoying your life. You're doing your thing. Like, no one's forcing you to do anything. You're just forcing I keep telling them, I'm like, this is not the real me. I'm just having a quarter-life crisis. You met me at the wrong time. Right, right. But now I'm starting to think this is the real (laughs) you are. Anyways, next week's episode, guys, we are going to do a full episode that is going to be almost that one episode that you're going to go back and listen to every single time you're hungry. 
hungover and you need a little pick me up, you're going to listen to that episode because you're going to feel a lot fucking better about your life because we're going to fully throw ourselves under the bus and let you guys hear about the degenerate decisions that we have made since Los Angeles. Some of the things I haven't wanted to talk about on the podcast because I know my mom's going to call me and be like, you really did that to Mr. Sexy Zoo Man? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, what are you doing? And then other times Lauren was like, I need to talk about this because it's so shocking. It is so <laughs> there shocking. are things that I have not even told you yet because I'm like, I can't have her think that I'm a liability to our household every time I step out the door. So you're going to hear some things for the first time next week. Oh, last time I came home from Mr. Sexy Zoo Man's house in the morning and fully our Lauren's keys were in the front door. I'm walking up to unlock my fucking house and Lauren's keys are in the front door left in the lock. I'm like, good morning, sweetheart. You could have fucking died last night. Anyways, it's going to be fine. It's going to be amazing. You'll meet a new character. Yeah, you'll meet a new character. Country club man. Uh, Mr. Sexy Zoo Man took Lauren and I to his country club where he introduced Lauren, which now he regrets to this day. He introduced Lauren to a man who we are now calling country club man. And he has taken Lauren out on few dates. I've gone out with him three times. I've blacked out two of those times. <laughs> and it's been great, but great sex. You got fingers in her butthole. And we will see you motherfuckers next Wednesday. Ah!